Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to a brand new week of the Victory Point Bible Reading Plan podcast. This is Tom Joustra, and I will be your host all week. And this week, um, my guest is Sheila Doctor. So welcome, Sheila. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Thanks so much for saying yes a couple weeks ago when I uh, emailed you and said, hey, would you be willing to be a guest? And you said, yes, you would be willing to. So thank you. Absolutely. Yes. My pleasure. Now, in case our guests don't know who you are, Sheila, now I know you did the podcast several years ago when Brendan was kind of in charge. Right? Yeah, totally. We were on my back deck. This is really tricked out. This room is amazing oh. right now. <laughs> <laughs> so in case people don't know who you are, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Um, yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a wife, first of all. Actually, first of all, I'm a daughter of the king. And then I'm a wife and a mom. I'm a teacher. Um, I love to tell stories. I love to take pictures. Um, I'm really blessed with the people in my life. I love being um, who I am. And I think mostly because I love the people who are around me. Mm. Now, talk a little bit more. You said you're a teacher. Mm -hmm. So where at? Yeah, I'm at Helen Christian. I teach first grade. I've actually just celebrated my 25th year teaching first grade at Helen Christian. I know. And then before that, Todd and I taught in a small town in Indiana called DeMott. And yeah, so it's just kind of south of the Indiana, Chicago mm-hmm. area, right? Totally. So that's where we started out our teaching career and even our marriage. And then we moved back to the Holland area like a couple of years in. We wanted to be closer to family. Um, when when we started our family, we wanted our family around us. And then we've been here ever since. And I've been in first grade ever since. Wow, so. look at you. I just turned 50 last Woo-hoo, December. Yay. I know. Yay. Yeah. Um, now, Todd's also, you said mm-hmm. also teachers. So where does he teach? He's at Calvin Christian in Granville. Okay, He's, middle school, yes. Yep, middle school. He's so, so good at what he does. Mm. Um, he really inspires me, but he also inspires his staff and his students. He's honestly amazing. Cool, cool. Now, you mentioned, too, that you take pictures. Oh, yeah. So, I, you, I mean, like on your phone or with like a legit camera or? Um, I have both. Okay. Yeah, I just love it. I think a picture tells a story. Um Sometimes better than words can tell a story. Sure. So it's just my hobby. It's the thing I love. I, and I love remembering things. And now that I'm 50, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like the <laughs> pictures help me <laughs> to remember. And honestly, like once a moment happens, it's done. So it's neat to capture it. That's just my take so, on it. I, mean, I love it. I so love um, you're making me think here. Do you like to have people in your pictures? Oh, yeah. Okay. Or is it like scenery? Oh, both. Both, okay. I actually love pictures of sky and water Okay. Um, when I go with scenery, but mostly it's pictures of people. People, sure. Yeah, doing what they love or reminding me of something or just capturing a moment right. so that I can tell a story. Cool. Are you a scrapper? Um, <laughs> Scrapbooking. Well, sort of. I make like a year and a week. Re- year in review book every year for my family so i'll take like the pictures from the year and then i'll put it into a shutterfly book yeah i've done that for years and years so we have stacks of them just i mean no one really sees them except for my family but 
they're special to us. Oh, for sure. So we can remember. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Well, um, before we push record here, Sheila says, now I know, Tom, you often ask like questions <laughs> of some of your guests. Are, is that going to happen? And I'm like, sure. It, it sure is. Yeah, he wouldn't tell me what the I questions were. I wouldn't tell you were. what the topic was, though, but now you're going to find out yeah, what the topic see. is. Yeah, let's see. Let's go. go. I'm ready. Now, Maybe. Now, Sheila Doctor, you are a, a, a quite famous doctor. Oh, that's funny. Okay, in the, in the, in the halls of Holland Christian, right? Okay. <laughs> well. But there's another famous doctor named Dr. Seuss. Okay. Oh, okay. And so I figured since you're a first grade teacher, all right. Okay, and share that word doctor. All right, that, let's go. Uh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go with some Dr. Seuss trivia this okay, week. Okay, let's there, do uh, it. There's three questions per day. Okay. Okay, so a total of 15 points, and you're trying to get 12. Oh, all right. Now I'm gonna predict that you're gonna get this. You, really? Yes. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Here are your first three questions about Dr. Seuss, the other famous doctor. Yeah, all right. right. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So number one, what was the site of the infamous Christmas heist? By the Grinch. Where did he do? What little oh, town? Oh, Whoville. Whoville, yes. Yeah. There we go. Ding, ding, ding. So yeah. we, got, we got one for one. Okay. Number two, in Horton hatches an egg. Okay. What type of animal is Horton? An elephant. He's an elephant. See? See? <laughs> two for two. And number three. This one might be a little harder. Okay. So in the, in the book, The Cat and the Hat, okay, the goldfish or the fish. Okay. Mm-hmm. So where does the fish end up after the cat and the hat falls? Because I think it was in the goldfish bowl, right. but then he falls, and the goldfish ha- kind of splashes out or falls out and mm. lands in something. I tested these on Lori at home, and she didn't get this one, but as soon as we sh- I said the answer, she goes, oh, that's right. Is it spaghetti? It's not the spaghetti. I'll give uh, you one more chance. Where does the goldfish end up? Um, I know. It's, it's in a picture. I don't know if it's actually in the words of the book. Oh man. Okay. Okay, yeah, I maybe like artwork. It's on actually the wall? a teapot. He ends up in oh, a teapot. Oh, I actually yeah. You can see the picture now, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so you are 2 for 3. That's pretty good. On our way to 12. Right. That's okay, so pretty... so far, okay. Yeah, I'll right. take it. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> Dr. Seuss is our topic for the week. <laughs> now, for the real reason why we're here <laughs> right. is to talk about God's word. And we're going to kind of um kind of hang out in Matthew 25 and move into Matthew 26 a little bit as the week goes on. And so for today, we're going to focus on Matthew 25, verses 14 through 30. And in my Bible here, it's called the parable of the bags of gold. And I'm using the New International Version. Sheila, I don't know about what version you're using. Yep, same. Perfect. All right. So I'll read the passage and then um, I'll kind of throw it over to Sheila to see what stood out for her. And we'll just have a conversation back and forth on this Monday. So here we go, Matthew 25, 14 through 30. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave the five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability. And then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five bags more. And so also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. And after a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. And his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. 
I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. And his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. And then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And so I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. And his master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has 10 bags. For whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. And throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. All right, Sheila. So as you kind of prepared for today, what kind of stood out to you about our God or about us as humans or or about anything? What what kind of stood out to you? Yeah, thanks for asking. I was interested um, as I was reading There was a little footnote in my Bible talking about a bag of gold and saying that in the Greek that that word was a talent because that's how I remembered this passage from before. Um, And it had said that a talent was like 20 years of pay with a day laborer's like wage. And that was shocking to me. So we're talking about a lot of money as we're reading this parable. Right. Um, So like so then five talents would then be. Like 100 years of... Yeah, like a lot pay. of money. Yes. Yeah. Right, so multiply by five. Yeah, he's making a point here, I think, yeah. with just the amount of money. But I think as I just studied it and prayed over this passage and thought about it, you know, I don't know when Jesus is returning. Um, I feel like that's kind of the heart of this passage. But um, I do know that I need to be a good steward of the gifts and the talents that God has given me. And it also stood out to me that like not everybody receives the same the same gifts from God, um, but everybody is responsible for making good use of what they have been given. Um, so I've just thought about that in my own life, like what are the gifts and talents God's given to me, and not focusing so much on what are the gifts and the talents that God's given to somebody else, because mm. God's not asking me to steward somebody else's gifts and talents. He's asking me to use what he's given me and then to right. bring him glory through it. Right. I mean, right away in verse 14, it's, you know, this man goes on a journey and he has servants, mm-hmm. right? And obviously servants have a job, right? That's why servants are hired for a specific job. Mm-hmm. And it looks like this man has entrusted wealth to them or entrusted something to these servants, right? And that's kind of what you're saying with, we have to be good stewards with what, right? What yeah. God has entrusted to us. to us, right? Absolutely. And that got me thinking um, a couple Sundays ago during the teaching time, and I forget who was up front there, um, but whoever was talking that morning talked about how we've been entrusted as followers of Christ. We've been entrusted with two greats, right? We have the great commandment, mm-hmm. right? Which is to love God and to love people, right? We've been entrusted with that. And we've also been entrusted with the great commission, right? Which is to go 
and make disciples. And that made me think of like, it kind of fits in with the kind of the up, the in, and the out that we've been talking a little bit about lately with some of our sermons. You know, the whole great commandment of loving God, that's mm-hmm. kind of the up, right? And, and loving people, which is the in. And then just going out, you know, and going to make disciples is that whole idea of just the out part of our relationship, right? Making disciples. And that's, those of us who follow Christ, that's what we've been entrusted with, right? Love God, love people, and go out and make disciples. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we're, we get to be a part of this work. And I think what God has given to us, I mean, in this parable, like those five bags of gold, like it looks different for you than it looks for me. Sure but does. we have work to do and being ready for Christ's coming. Like God has invited us into this work. Um, and that man who buried the gold played it safe. And Correct. I don't think God's calling us to play it safe. I think he's saying you're not supposed to do little or do nothing with your gifts of, and talents. Like the Great Commission calls us to um, it really demands a kind of service that produces results. Right. So we get we have, we have an opportunity to say yes to that. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of times in these podcasts, we talk about like, what does this passage say about God? Um, I was struck that this passage actually, what does it not say about God? Um, you know, that third that third person who buried the gold, he said, well, I knew that you were harsh and unfair, um, but there's nothing in this paragraph or passage, I guess, that suggests that view of God because God's really only like a good God. Mm. And he doesn't say do something with something that I haven't given you. He says use what you have and then go out and um, be faithful Mm. with what you've given, right? with what you've been given. Right. And I know here at Victory Point, we often talk about the five-fold um, ministries. Or mm-hmm. five, I forget what they call it, the five-fold something. Okay, I don't know what the right term is, but I, but I think that comes out of Ephesians 4.11, where you know some people are gifted to be apostles. Mm-hmm. Some people are gifted to be prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. And all of us, and all of us who follow Christ— have one or more of those giftings, right? right? And so the Lord has entrusted us. If, if he is entrusted to be an apostle, well, then, oh, my goodness, you better go out and be an apostle. Mm-hmm. And if, if he has entrusted you to be a teacher, well, then, my goodness, you better go out and be a, the best teacher you can be or to be the best pastor or evangelist or prophet that you can be. And um, kind of like what you were saying, Sheila, as we kind of wrap up here for the day, um, we, we need to be productive, right? We don't want to be that servant who buried the gift no right we want to hear the, like when you said this is about the lord's return right so at, so when the lord returns we want to hear him say to us well done good and faithful prophet right well done good and faithful teacher you know yeah um we don't want to hear him call us a wicked lazy servant like he did in the parable here no and i don't you know I don't want to have eternal punishment. Right. <laughs> I want to have right. eternal life and I want to be ready for Christ's return. It a little bit points back to last Friday when it talked about the passage talked about oil in our lamps and keep mm. us burning. That's actually a prayer I pray before I wake up every morning. Mm. Like give me oil in my lamp, keep me burning, God. It's just this quick little one line um before you start your day. Right. So maybe listeners 
let's um, let's keep burning bright. Let's be ready for Christ's return and use our gifts and our talents to serve him. For let's sure. be faithful. So on this Monday, may we do exactly that. May we burn bright for the Lord. All right. Thank you, listeners. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.